This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. So when the PGA Tour on Monday announced a, I guess it was originally talked about as a merger with the Public Investment Fund and DP World Tour, which the PGA Tour is basically floating right now, uh, I thought, hmm, too coincidental for me, coming five days after a story was published in USA Today in which the PGA Tour was basically found to have discouraged a company called Endeavor from investing a billion dollars into Live Golf. And I thought, well, that's not good with a with a antitrust lawsuit uh, in the offing from Live at the PGA Tour. And now we find out that there's been discussions for like seven weeks or whatever. I don't know, but I still don't know if any of this is legal. Dan Lust, Conduct Detrimental, the podcast, sports law attorney, uh, professor at NYU, all things sports law. All right, Dan, is this even legal? We're in my wheelhouse wheelhouse at this point. I'm so super appreciate the call. Um, we got a couple questions of legality. So I guess let's start with the big one, right? Is this uh, merger, I guess what we'll call it for now, sure. is it legal? Um, so let's let's start at square one, right? Live sues the P, or Live Tour sues the PGA Tour for, and, and alleges that the PGA Tour has too much power. So you know this, this is not really so unprecedented. Just go back to the NBA versus the ABA, sure. the USFL versus the NFL. You go back; it's happened before. And in most instances, when it's a you know a fairly well known upstart, they end up merging in some sense with the incumbent league. Now, this one is somewhat odd, right, because this upstart has more money than the incumbent, but we'll <laughs> talk about that in a minute. Now, once the smoke has cleared, what we see is not just the PGA Tour that allegedly has so much power, and the DOJ was already investigating the, the PGA Tour in terms of their kind of anti-competitive practices. Um, so we don't just emerge with one PGA Tour. We now have a PGA Tour that's essentially three times the size as it was when the DOJ initially investigated Right now we have Live Tour merged in. We have the European Tour, what is now known as the DP Tour. So this entity, at the end of the day, is now three times as large as the entity that the DOJ initially investigated. And I would think that's three times the problem. So, yeah, I'm not sure that this is going to hold up. It's, that's definitely not confirmed. Dan Lust, Conduct Detrimental, the podcast. Again, if you are interested in sports and law and the convergence of those two things, it is a must. They got These guys handle all sorts of topics. We talked to Daniel Wallach a lot. We had John Nucci on uh, earlier this week, and this is his area of expertise, this dispute, if you will. Um, I think the fascinating thing for me here is when you've got, like, you know, so much money involved and lawsuits already flying around. Is there nobody around that says, hey, I'm not so sure that this arrangement is going to meet the smell test, uh, according to the U.S. government? Well, I guess, I mean, that's that's the obvious question, right? This, uh, you know, at the end of the day, is this thing going to be legal? But then you have to ask yourself how this deal came to be and why it came to be when it, when it did. So we're dealing with a very expensive lawsuit in the backdrop here, Live versus PGA, which has been going on. Uh, probably a separate story, but, you know, PGA has obviously increased their purses. So PGA is spending a lot more money because of the existence of Live. So I'm sure, right, this is, this is a big deal, a big kind of contemplated merger. I'm sure people are saying there's a risk here that this deal gets shut down. 
But what has ended, right, as part of this kind of contemplated merger, that lawsuit has ended. Right. It will stop being this level of competition between the two endeavors. So, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, there's obviously risk that this thing is, is going to get shot down, um, you know, under the Biden administration. I think the DOJ has sued to break up uh, contemplated mergers with like uh, Simon & Schuster Publishing, Spirit Airlines. You know, much smaller entities have, have faced antitrust scrutiny. Um, but like it's a, you're kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. Do you want to continue to litigate this thing, open up your books for everyone to see what's going on inside the PGA Tour uh, and spend money, exorbitant amounts of some legal fees while doing it? Um, or do you just want to get paid? I think the reported numbers <laughs> were like three billion from live yeah. Yeah. and end the lawsuit. So you guys get money, you end the litigation like. I think it was kind of a no-brainer from from that perspective. Like, obviously, there's some issues in terms of uh, morals and loyalty and, and you know, <laughs> getting into bed with it, with Piff. But from a business perspective, yeah, if you're going to get paid billions and the lawsuit goes away, that has to be on the table. Well, it's obviously mutually beneficial. Uh, the public investment fund was not getting the bang for their buck with the the level of attention that live golf was getting they were investing all of this money and the whole reason they were doing it was to gain a foothold in the golf community and they really weren't they were still known as way outsiders tournaments weren't getting any attention uh and i get all that so they were looking like how can we direct all of this money elsewhere to where we do get some uh, return on investment. The PGA Tour wanted the lawsuit to go away, and probably both sides wanted the lawsuits to go away. Of course, the Saudis have a lot more money than the PGA Tour uh, Tour does. Here's my question, because if both sides want to drop the lawsuit, then, okay, they're not suing each other. Does the U.S. government <laughs> sue? They haven't had a problem with the PGA Tour before. Why do they suddenly now, why would they suddenly now have a problem? Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I mean, that's what the DOJ essentially exists for, right? They're trying to spot out monopolies. They're trying to protect people. And I, and I think, Adam, this is, this is the larger point, right? We could talk about living PGA in a bubble, right? Why, why would the U.S. government want to go after a golf league? They have to protect the consumers. They have to protect potentially employees. So, on a, you know, where, where we go from here type of question is like, you know, I, I don't know. Let's say, and, and we haven't talked about this yet, and I'm sure you've talked about it on the show. Guys, golfers that have been aggrieved throughout this process, right? Guys like Colin Morikawa that were reportedly offered $300 million yeah. by Liv or, or Rory, $500 million, or Tiger, $800 million, these crazy numbers. They did not turn down this money in part probably because of Jay Monaghan, the commissioner's message, like, we got to stay loyal. we gotta, we got to survive this threat from Liv. We can't get into bed with the public investment fund. And then, oh, what do you know, Jay Monaghan turns around and, and gets into bed with uh, Liv in the PGA uh, and, and the Liv tour. So why I bring that up here. What recourse right now do, do those Colin Moore cows of the world, those aggrieved PGA tour golf that didn't take the money, what can they do? There is no competitor for them to go to. It doesn't exist. Right. The European tours now merge, live tour, PGA tour. There is no competition in the marketplace at all. So those kind of golfers are kind of just 
stuck with it, right? They, they don't really have that much recourse. And that's why the DOJ exists. That's why the U.S. government looks out for monopolies to protect, obviously, consumers, but to protect sponsors, um, you know, employees, independent contractors from one entity having too much market share. So that's why the U.S. government has to look into this. It doesn't matter how, you know, how maybe uh, how strong the PGA Tour's lobbying efforts are and stuff like that. Like, they have to look into this. I'm just not sure who the agreed parties are now, except for the players that could have gotten more money uh, but chose to be loyal to the PGA Tour. But they're ultimately going to make out on the end because the Saudis are investing about $3 billion into uh, professional golf in the United States and in Europe. So, uh, I again, I don't even know who the aggrieved parties are, but uh, all I know is professional golfers are going to be making no offense, but a lot more money than they deserve because it's clear, it's clear to me anyway, that the PGA Tour really couldn't fund what they had set up in response to the Saudis. The sponsors could not fund what the PGA Tour wanted. And so the Saudis, who have unlimited money, they're going to help <laughs> professional golf fund all of it. And you know what? Uh, that might be gross to a lot of people, but... I think that's what's about to happen. Is there a, a better way of looking at it than that, Dan? No, I, you know, and, and it's, it's, I don't think that, I think you just, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Like we're talking, and, and we spent a lot of time in our show the last couple of weeks and months talking about the Washington commanders NFL sale. And that's, you know, there's a handful of people in the, in the United States. And we talk about the Phoenix sun sale or the Denver Broncos sale, a handful of people that have $4 billion or $6 billion. Like it's, it's huge money. Then you, we're talking about like the live tour and we're talking about like tens of billions of dollars that were invested into this league that had no chance of success just to get into the, you know, United States market in terms yep. of sports. Now, now the live money controls the PGA, right? Controls the PGA tour. So, you know, I, I think where we go from here again, like, is this a sign of things to come? Like obviously the soccer world um, is, is rife with kind of, uh, you know, tip money. Sure. Um, do, do we have the public investment fund that, that tries to buy an NFL team? Like, you know, what, what is next, right? Piff has some level of involvement with WWE, you know, Formula One. Um, yeah. But let's see, right? I don't think we can rule it out with respect to our four major pro sports, be it the NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL. It's all an arms race. You can have the most money. And, you know, I, I think this is kind of the, the Pandora's box. So, yeah, it's whether it's good or bad, it's it's here. Yeah, it, I mean, everybody's complicit. In it, and I, I know I think in the NBA the rules have changed to allow for like 30%, up to 30% ownership by wealth funds. So uh, coming to a an NBA or an NHL event down the road, franchise near you. Dan Lust, Conduct Detrimental, the podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at SportsLawLust. That's a great Twitter handle, by the way, Dan. I appreciate your time. Uh, have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Anytime. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.